Hello, and welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, your one-stop shop for expert advice on the smart way to get in. My name is Kayla, and each episode I'll bring you an interview with a former admissions officer, a graduate of a top college, or an admissions expert. These interviews will take you inside the admissions office and will be full of behind-the-scenes knowledge, first-hand experiences, and application tips that will help you get into your dream school. If you'd like to chat with one of these experts, you can sign up for a free consultation at the link in the description of this episode. But before you do that, let's hear from Jenny Darren, a former admissions officer from Williams College, about standing out and the application persona. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Um, So today I wanted to focus on one of kind of Ingenious Prep's main, I guess, tactics and strategies for counseling now that we are really coming up on application season. Um, So today I am having Jenny on to talk a lot about kind of strategy and positioning yourself to stand out and be remembered. Um, So I want to kind of start off broadly, I guess, since we're going to be talking about strategy today. I wanted to ask kind of a broad question that maybe I feel like a lot of people wonder. So I think in the past, it's kind of been the general idea that you want a student to be really well-rounded in the eyes of an admissions officer. So I was just wondering if you could kind of speak to that and speak to whether that is kind of, you know, currently the best strategy in admissions. That's a great question. I think well-roundedness is a pretty common myth about what admissions officers are looking for. So a lot of people think that colleges and universities want students who can do anything and everything, right? Like they're Renaissance men Mm -hmm. women or something like that. Um, But what admissions officers are actually trying to do is build a well-rounded class that consists of individuals who can contribute in unique ways using their strengths. So where some students are better than others, and students can learn from each other, right? That college is a learning experience. Um, If everyone could do everything, um, then no one would have anything to learn, right? So the idea is that Mm -hmm. um, it's better for students to specialize in something than um, to seem like they're good at everything. Yeah, definitely. I think from what I've kind of noticed is that, you know, it used to be the case that well-rounded was what schools were looking for. And so maybe parents who are currently helping their students kind of feel like, oh, they need to do, you know, sports and they have to be good at math and they also have to be really good at English where, you know, that might not really be necessary anymore. Right. I I do think it's good for students to have a solid foundation in a lot of things. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not saying that you can still get a C in math or English and it's fine as long as you have an A in physics or that it's okay to just take piano lessons and not do anything else. I don't think that's the case. It's still important to um, sort of demonstrate that you have strengths in a lot of areas and that you're involved in a lot of things. Um, But it is more helpful to stand out um, or to be strongest in one thing or to lean more towards one area than another area than um, to have that more well-rounded feel where nothing really stands out. Yeah, absolutely. I think we kind of call it, you know, being like an angular student or an egg-shaped student where, you know, that base is still there, that wide base, but then you're really honing your point in one subject or one area that you're super interested in. Yeah, exactly. I, I think thinking about it in terms of a subject matter or an activity expert helps. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, you're, you're still doing a lot of things, but um, you're 
angular towards one specific area. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so now to kind of get into what I feel like is kind of the main focus of this episode and what I really want to talk to you about is the kind of strategy that we use with our students to help them look more angular or think in a more angular way when completing their applications. Um, so we call it the application persona, which is you know something that we specifically use with our students, but that I want to you know let other students and families know about as well, um, so that they can use this tool. So could you kind of explain what the what I mean by application persona? Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so the application persona is a student's personal brand or the thing that they want their application to convey to admissions officers. I sometimes describe it to students as a common thread or theme that runs through the entire application. It's like the glue that holds everything together. Um, all the students' activities and experiences and the goal is to explain in a really concise way who they are and what they do and what their goals might be for the future. So kind of what I found is when I talk to students or families about the application persona, about, you know, having kind of that personal brand, I feel like I get questions about, well, why is that necessary? Why can't you just, you know, write your application? Why do you have to think about it like that? So I guess what are the benefits of thinking about an application persona and, you know, why do you find it necessary, I guess? There are a few benefits. The, the one that stands out, well, there are two that really stand out to me. So I'll talk about both of them. The first one is coherence. So the application mm -hmm. persona can really help ensure that everything in the application is connected and appears to be there for a purpose. Everything from school activities to community activities, summer programs, whatever else the student is involved in, that the application persona um, can kind of um, connect those things that might not seem like they're connected otherwise. So it's a little bit like I'm going to use this example from writing because I have a strong background in writing instruction, but like sort of like a thesis or an argument in a persuasive essay. So yeah, it's like the main message that you want to convey in the application. And it helps you make sure that each piece of the application, the activity list, the personal statement, supplemental essays, letters of recommendation, all of that stuff is connected to or gestures back towards the persona so that everything's contributing to the main message in a very similar way that paragraphs in an essay connect to and help build an argument. This is how I like to think about the application persona, but that's how it holds everything together that, you know, even for activities that don't seem like they're connected, like, um, I don't know, online teaching activities and social justice activism, those things don't necessarily seem like they're related to one another. But if they can be connected through um, some kind of persona like um, change maker or something like that, that it can feel more connected than they might be otherwise. So coherence, I think, is um, one of the very clear benefits of the application persona. Yeah, and I also think it can, it can just kind of help a student... I guess, think more about themselves through the process. I think something we talk about often is just how self-reflective this whole process is. You know, you have to write a personal statement all about yourself. You have to spend kind of, you know, an uncomfortable amount of time talking about and thinking about yourself, which can, I am assuming, you know, from my experience as well, can just kind of be very confusing and overwhelming. But, you know, thinking about this application persona and giving yourself this 
theme can kind of, I guess, point you in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. I I have found working with a lot of students that um, when other counselors and I point out that some other activities are connected or ask them if they have a goal to do something just based on what we're noticing in their in the activities that they do, that it often helps them realize something about what they're doing that they didn't think of before, right? That, um, you know, they do spend a lot of time educating or tutoring other people. And so maybe that might be a field that they want to go into. Um, so that even for students who don't have a very clear sense of what they want to do after college or what they want to major in or something like that, that this um, exercise of the application persona and working on the application can really help them realize the goals that they have. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of realizing, like you said, what they have enjoyed doing. Maybe they didn't realize how much they enjoyed doing something until they really sat down and thought about it and said, oh, I spend you know, a lot of hours of my time doing this. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, the other benefit of the application persona that I wanted to talk about is um, the memorability factor. Um, one thing we um, try to get our students to do, or I try to get my students to do is um, highlight the unique parts of their profile, the unique activities they've done. And we try to do that with the application persona as well. Um, so if, if a student spends a lot of time planning out their persona um, and executing it in the application, it can really help them stand out because ideally it should be unique. There should be no other students who have this persona. Um, and the real goal of the, of the whole application process, right, is that you want the admissions officers to remember who you are and be able to kind of refer to you in their committee meetings in a clear way, right, so that they're coming into the committee thinking about um, the the girl who writes poetry and advocates for climate change um, and not kind of struggling to remember um, which applicant you are and, and maybe what you did in high school. Um, so in, in giving a brand uh, or a tagline to the application, the persona can um, help admissions officers remember who this applicant is um, and maybe why they want that person to be a part of the class. Yeah, yeah. And especially, you know, with admissions officers reading, you know, literal thousands of applications, then going to committee to talk about so many students, you want it to be more than, oh, yeah, like that girl from Michigan who had really great grades and did some cool things. You want them to be able to specifically say, like you said, you know, the girl who writes poetry. It sounds much more compelling and much more memorable. Exactly. Yeah, so I feel like we've kind of given a couple like vague examples through this, but I find that when describing application personas, it can really help to solidify the concept by giving some examples. Um, so do you think you could give examples maybe of past students or um, just ideas of what an application persona could be? Sure. Um, can I start just by talking about what kind of a, a bad example is? Oh, and yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so um, a, a bad persona or maybe bad is the wrong word, an ineffective application persona um, is usually too general or common. So a good one will be more specific, right? The more specific, the better. And the goal is that your persona should not be something that somebody else could have as their persona, right? So mm -hmm. for example, you wouldn't want your persona to be um, the soccer player or the class president or the dog lover or something like that. Um, because many people could have that as their possible persona. 
Um, and also personas that are too general tend only to capture a, a very small part of what an applicant does, right? The more specific you can get um, in a weird way, um, the more you can pull into it. So I'll give some examples of what that could look like. Um, these are real personas from past students I've worked with. Mm -hmm. um, and in general, good personas um, are specific and they're really narrowed. So they highlight um, kind of a, a niche field of interest or something unique, um, a unique interest area that the student has um, so that no one can have that persona. Um, so I had one student who was the trilingual future phys physician who uses curiosity, creativity, and language skills to improve healthcare. Wow. Um, it's a, a bit of a long one. Sometimes they're not that long, um, but I wanted to, um, to talk about this one because this persona takes a really common goal, becoming a doctor. It's something that a lot of students will talk about in their application, but it focuses on a unique skill that the student has that she uses and will continue to use to contribute to that field. So um, the student spoke um, three different languages and she was really interested in um, breaking language barriers in healthcare. Um, so that was a real focal point of her application, bringing together her language experience and her interest in medicine. Um, and it helped her stand out at um, Washington University in St. Louis where she was admitted. Um, so that was an example of um, a student who had a really common interest for applicants. And I wanna give an example of a student who used his persona to highlight some really unique things um, that he was interested in and how he brought them together. So this second student was um, the passionate theorist enthralled with music and astrochemistry and motivated to explore their connections. So his persona um, was bringing together very, very different disciplines, right? Music and astrochemistry um, under the umbrella of theorizing and emphasizing that he explores how they connect, um, which I didn't even know they did, right? So this, even in his persona, he's sort of um, sparking curiosity about um, how he's able to bring these very different things together. Um, and the persona is also pointing at kind of his strengths as a deep and analytical thinker, which is something that, um, that we highlighted in his application as well. Um, and he was successful at the University of Chicago. Um, so that persona um, and those really unique interests helped him stand out there. Yeah, especially with UChicago kind of being known for, you know, having really unique essays and things like that. I'm sure that was super helpful. Yes, he was able to get really creative um, and thoughtful about um, his his application for UChicago. So he's sort of a, a perfect persona and applicant for a school like that. Yeah, definitely. I think even for that one, you know, obviously on your application, there isn't a spot to write your application persona. So no one would see that exact sentence. But, you know, even hearing that, you know, I, I'm compelled to know, well, how do, how do, you know, music and astrochemistry, you know, go together? And, I, you know, that's kind of what you want is for your ideas to make admissions officers or people reading it, you know, interested to learn more. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. And obviously, you know, those two students benefited from having you and their other counselors kind of able to go through their activities and their background with them to help them create those personas. 
Um, but obviously I know not everyone listening is going to work with us, though, you know, we very much welcome you to. Um, so if a student doesn't have, you know, a counselor with them or someone there to, you know, kind of help them look over what their persona would be, do you have any, I guess, kind of like DIY tips for what students can do to kind of create this on their own and what steps they should take? Of course. So the the first thing I would suggest is putting together a really comprehensive list of all of the things that you do. Um, So I'm thinking about um, activities you do in school, activities you do in your community, any volunteer work, paid work, uh, summer programs or classes you've done outside of school, family responsibilities, hobbies, really anything that you spend time doing and that you care about would ideally be on this list, whether it is an organized activity like being on a soccer team um, or you know, playing the guitar for your own amusement in your free time. All of that stuff should be on this list. Um, and I would suggest doing the same thing for any awards that you've received. So anything that you've been recognized for or um, anything you think you truly stand out for among your peers, um, you'd have either a separate list or that on the list with your activities Um, And then I'd also suggest trying to identify what your main academic interest is or what you hope to study in college, your intended major. Um, And if you know, it's okay not to know, but if you know what kind of job or career you'd like to have after college, it would be helpful um, to make a note of that as well. Because ideally your application persona would kind of hint towards that future goal as well. It doesn't have to, um, but it certainly can if you know exactly what you want to do, like future physician, for example. I think that especially helps, you know, kind of tying in what you want to do if you know, since, you know, things like the Common App ask you what your intended major is or your intended industry is. Um, So kind of thinking about tying that in and having that be kind of coherent with everything as well is helpful. Right. So that's why a a forward-looking or future-looking application persona can be helpful because you're right, the Common App does ask you what you want to major in. Um, and what your longer term plans are as well. So if you can make that part of the application feel coherent um, in the persona as well, um, that can be a really effective strategy. So once you have all that stuff together, what I ask my students to do is look for a common thread or a theme or a pattern that runs through all of the activities, the awards, um, academic interests or potential major, And ask questions like, um, is there something that most of your activities have to do with? Um, Are there activities that are truly unique that, um, you know, many other students might not also participate in or any hobbies you have that are very unique? Um, Anything that suggests that you're an expert in or could contribute to the college community in a specific way. Because again, the, the goal here is to stand out, to be memorable, as well. So we really want to think about how how admissions officers are going to understand um, your differences and ways that you could contribute to the community. So usually by the end of um, that exercise, looking for patterns, um, you can identify an effective brand or a theme um, that could tie things in your application together. Sometimes it takes a few passes at this too. So um, for those of you out there who are going to try this, um, if you make your lists and you know what you want to do and you're not finding anything, just try it a few times. You could ask other people to look at it too. Um, 
because oftentimes, um, you know, it's other people with a more objective look um, that can really help you identify themes that you're missing otherwise. Right. And I know this probably seems, and it is very time consuming to do those activities, but it definitely helps with the rest of your application too. You know, sitting down to write out every activity you've ever done, that's the first step that we use for making the activities list as well. Um, so it's not like you're spending all of this time just on creating that persona or anything. Oh, of course. Yeah, all of this would be super helpful for the rest of the application as well. So definitely not wasted time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I guess as a next step, so say, you know, a student either on their own or with us goes through this process, they have their application persona. Um, what is the next step from there? And we've kind of talked about, you know, how it needs to be coherent with your application components and everything like that. But how do you actually put the application persona into use in things like your essays, your activities list, everything like that? That's a great question. So the idea is that everything in the application should be somehow connected to the application persona. So by things in the application, I'm thinking about the activity list, um, the honors list, the personal statement, any supplemental essays that the school's asking for, letters of recommendation, um, any other pieces of information that you might have in there that you might be sharing, like um, personal websites or um, supplemental materials, um, anything should lead back in some way to the application persona. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean that every part of the application has to include all of the application persona. Um, so you noticed in the examples that I gave that a lot of application personas have two or three pieces to them because students do a lot of stuff and they care about a lot of different things. So usually an application persona is not about one thing that a student does. So it's okay um, to, for example, have um, for the music and astrochem astrochemistry student, right? If the personal statement focused on music while a supplemental essay dug more into the student's astrochemistry interest, that would be completely fine, right? And maybe expected. Um, at the same time, it is really helpful if in some part of the application, a student can bring those different interests together. Um, so maybe in a supplemental essay talking about how music and astrochemistry are connected or how you've explored those connections, um, or even um, in an activity on the activities list that combines them in some way, right? So um, maybe the student, this is a completely made up example, but maybe the student um, composed an original musical piece about chemical interactions in space or something like that, right? Um, that, that activity on the activity list could point to how the student's connecting those things, while the activity list might also have some music activities, some um, chemistry or astrochemistry summer programs or what have you. So the main thing that I'm trying to say is that different parts of the application can relate to different parts of the persona, um, but ultimately they should pull together into a kind of coherent whole. It's just something that you should keep in mind as you're doing every part of your application. Like it should be something that you think about, keep in the back of your mind, bring to the forward with every decision you make, you know, like decisions about the topics of your essays or the order of your activities. Um, this, the application persona should be involved in all of those decisions. Right. Um, I think 
it can maybe feel intimidating um, to think about creating the application persona, but once that work is done and you have uh, a personal brand or a theme that you feel excited about and comfortable with, it can actually be very helpful to have that, right? So um, while you're brainstorming personal statement topics or supplemental essay topics, being able to come back to the persona and use it as a way to narrow your ideas or to make a decision about which topic would be most effective for the essay can be really helpful to have. It's like having a, a guiding principle with you in your application work um, that can help you make decisions. Yeah, yeah, it can definitely take some of the stress off some of those initial decisions and everything like that. That's a really good point. Well, great. So before I let you go, do you have any, I guess, like last tips or words of advice for students as, you know, we go we go deeper into this stressful time of year? Um, probably just to try to stay calm, take deep breaths, um, and, and to feel comfortable putting things aside and coming back to them um, after time passes. Like I said earlier, in not only just for coming up with the application persona, but for all parts of the application, um, it doesn't always happen the way you want it to do on the first try, right? So, you know, you might have to take a couple passes at a personal statement topic um, before you find what you're really looking for. So I'd say persistence is key there. Um, and one thing I wanted to mention for any younger students that might be listening, maybe people who aren't yeah, yeah. in the midst of applications right now, is that um, it can be really helpful to think about application persona early um, because you can create experiences or look for experiences that can help you solidify that on your application, right? So for the example of the, the music and astrochemistry student um, composing something um, that was about chemical interactions, right? Um, that can be something that you do strategically or thoughtfully. Um, you know, obviously it would be because you're interested in it and not just for the sake of the application. But if you have a persona in mind early, you can help create or design some of the experiences that are going to help you convey that and stand out in the admissions process. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, you know, once you get to your senior year, you're writing your applications, you kind of are like, you know, this is what I have to work with. But if you think about it early, you can kind of set up those tools for yourself in advance, which is super helpful. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I really hope that everyone finds this kind of concept of the application persona really helpful. Um, I know it's kind of, you know, one of our biggest tools for working with our students. So um, I really hope everyone can kind of learn from this and put it to good use. Me too. Good luck, everyone. Yes, good luck. Awesome. And we actually do have a blog on our website specifically that is about the application persona, and it kind of goes through a lot of the things we talked about today. Um, just gives some more information and some more tips on creating yours. So I'll link that in the description as well as just the general link to our blog. As always, our link for a free consultation is below, as is our email. Uh, so that is all for now. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office. Mm -hmm.